if you're going on it as like, I think she loves me. I hope she likes me. I know she likes me. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's what it was. It was I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. Get her leather. Get that bitch. Who? Who? Like fucking. When he's there smacking himself in the fucking face, I'm like, God damn, Matt. Hello, everybody, and welcome I'm to ready. another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 41. Wow. We're rolling, guys. Go. Let's use that as the intro. Fuck it. It's happening. I'm Adam. <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm here with Griffin. <laughs> I'm here with Travis. And I'm here with some other guy named Adam. <laughs> There's two Adams. Yeah. The, the Adam we know. And the Adam that's actually Matthew McConaughey ready to flip his fucking lid. Oh, he can't. In a weird way, guys, I feel like I feel like it's been Groundhog Month for fucking. Yeah, <laughs> for, I think that this is Matthew McConaughey's greatest role ever. Better than Tropic Thunder. than True Detective. Ever. Wow, dude, it's. I mean, he is the movie. Yeah, he is. It's the well, I mean, reason what we movie skipped there number is. three. And, yeah, it's not really much of one. It's like an hour and twenty something minutes. Yeah, yeah. And it, I wish I just want a supercut of him. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, I, my one. I mean, dude, he he picked that girl up. And he's gonna. Oh, he uh, he picked the guy up. Yeah, he went over and killed I mean, the one dude. He's like, he's dead. He's like, he's just making noise. He snapped his neck. He said, he's dead now. And then he came yeah. walking like towards that. that dude with that knife, and he said, he said, you run. You run down that road, but they ain't gonna do you a bit of goddamn good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I would, I would like to know the uh, the type of agreements that they had to sign in this film because uh, he fucking he jerked Zellweger around like a goddamn rag doll. He was, oh, yeah. he loved it every minute of it. Yeah, this is like one of the first movies I ever saw him in. Yeah, I saw this movie too. back when it came out. Like I remember VHS. Yeah, this was. This was a this was a revisit for me, but it was one of those where it's like watching it for the first time yeah. again, though. Like I, I you know, the, the moments that I saw that I remembered, I was like, "Ah, there it is." You I know, remember or, the you know, tits and the leg. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's the movie. This battery powered leg that he has to have a TV remote to. He's got like four hundred of them. Where's my batteries? Yeah. He was freaking out. What are you gonna charge batteries, bitch? He's, He's like, a handy uh, man. Oh, he's handy, all right. He's all so, handsy. Uh, for the, I guess, for the sake of the order that we've been going in, though, um, it's safe to say that this is not in the continuity of the original two movies. And that, we the skipped third the one third was. one, and we went straight to the the next generation. Yeah. So it's just a couple. Is this? Is, is it supposed to be a complete? Is it just a? Was it? Is was it their like attempt at a reboot or what? Yeah, like yeah, I think it is a reboot. Like they tried to reset it because, you know, the brother this time was Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, Leatherface was Leatherface. not really, <laughs> but he's not really the, you know, yeah. he's on the back burner uh, this time. He's a bit of a I pussy. completely, I completely, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was a Nancy for sure. <laughs> I, I remember in this movie now, I remember when I saw the scene, I knew that in one of these movies, 
scene where someone tells Leatherface that, like, you know, you sit the fuck yeah, down he was like, while he's doing his, yeah, doing his whole. <laughs> there were two moments. The moment where he was screaming, yeah, yeah. shut the fuck up. And he was like, Aah. it was funny. Well, I mean, too. you know, it, it, yeah, it was a reboot because, you know, we got yeah. the, we got the, ice, we got the ice chest scene where they stuff somebody in an ice yeah. box. The only we thing got the hook. Leatherface had the better teeth. Again. He got his teeth fixed. <laughs> The only thing that was missing was Grandpa with the hammer. Well, who you know? was the old guy at the table that got up and started walking with the knife? I guess well, we never gra- we never talked about that. I mean, yeah, they didn't even they didn't even you know. I was like, we gonna let Grandpa hit the bitch in the head with a hammer? I mean, yeah. But well, I I it's just kind of well. Well, when it went all out and McConaughey kills the other brother, I guess. Uh, he just grabs that knife and dips the fuck out. He just yeah. he, he's just like, oh, time Shit to go. Has hit the fan. Yeah. The guy with the uh, fucking chest uh, tattoo and the nipple rings is here. I'm out of here. Oh, oh yeah, a bit of trivia. There is a um, there's a song. I don't know if this this probably reaching back for a lot of people who are listening. If they were into the whole hardcore music at the time, you didn't use any the, of the McConaughey the dialogue. Um, well, no, it's the scene where the the Illuminati guys talking. Uh, that clip is used in a uh, Poison the Well song. I can't remember which one it was, but I know it's off. It's either off uh, one of their very first records, but it's definitely off the one that's uh, it's got that had like Botchla, like the ones that had like their biggest hits on, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I remember that, and for the longest time, I was like, "What's that from?" And then when I watched this again, I was like, "Oh shit, that's it!" Like it just a yeah. big light bulb clicked, you know. <clears throat> that's cool, man. I mean, there's so many. Uh, Clips you can sample oh my from God. this movie. It's just <laughs> yeah, really like ninety-five percent of oh, McConaughey. We got and, and and despite all of it, we got an all right, all right, all right from him. In, um, race to the when he, he, he walked in the in the dining room, but he's saying it like in his crazy fucking Texas Chainsaw moniker type shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but how good was it would be. Come on, it would be funny. Crazy. It'd be funny if this movie was a spiritual sequel to uh, Dazed and Confused, and it just showed you what That's happened what to him. Happened. <laughs> you know, like, I like he, high school he, girls. Yeah. He ended up, with, he ended, yeah. He ended up rolling into rolling with Leatherface and the the gang. Yeah, cool in the gang, Leatherface and the gang. Fuck it. Um, I mean, Leatherface was straight up listening to the record player putting lipstick on. I feel, I feel like, Damn. I feel I feel like the director straight up told McConaughey they were like, Look, you don't have any dialogue in this movie. Just just talk to her like a dog. <laughs> like yeah, just for real. Even her, his girlfriend talk to her like she's straight trash, you know. He smacked her around a couple of times. Dude, did these did these dudes not act like fucking meth heads in that hey, kitchen? Uh-oh. I like the brother. <laughs> yeah, I do too. The brother was always oh, dropping kept, some knowledge. Yeah. I've seen him in something. Yeah, he's been he's in a very lot of familiar shit. though. Like from there's something very familiar. Let's, let's see. I but gotta, he was I always gotta, dropping some knowledge, man. Like he was in uh, secondhand lines. <laughs> um, uh, Lone Star. What's eating Gilbert Grape? True Grit. 
Mm. I mean, he's been in a shitload of stuff, yeah. man. Well, he's he's one of those people that now, if we ever revisit some of those movies, we'll notice him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yo, one yeah, of those. yeah. I want to go but, on record uh, and say that McConaughey's greatest role was True Detective, but he kind of had a Tim Roth feel. Yeah, that dude did. Yeah, I'm just throwing that in there. Go ahead, my bad. <laughs> no, I just wanted to set the record straight. I mean, he was. It, it felt to me like kind of like what Travis was saying earlier. Like they just said action, and he's like, "What am I doing in this scene? Like being fucking crazy? Trying to fix your leg." <laughs> they gave him minimal cues to work with they were like look you're gonna walk over here you're gonna do this say whatever the fuck you want then walk over here that's gonna be their cue to try to fight you you know what i mean he was right. slick though man i'm telling you i laughed so hard when he said you run down the road but they're gonna do you a bit of goddamn good <laughs> in that truck oh man he popped that tape in. It's yeah. go time, baby. He loved it. Uh, so, and the dude so started zig- He started a, a apocalypto. He was zigzagging across the road. I was like, this ain't a apocalypto, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so was this, did this movie come out around the time that he just started getting big or was it? I think so. It was like 1995. So, well, I mean, cause his big breakout wasn't an ed TV. Uh, that was after That's this. Whenever- that was like 97, 98. This well, is one of his, recall, This is the first time I ever saw him. Like, yeah, I didn't, yeah, he wasn't even on yeah, my radar. I, know, I didn't even know who he was. Well, because I know that movie is what got people taking him serious. I guess. Well, see, he, you pulling it up? Did, yeah, he okay. did Dazed and Confused. And oh, okay. He did Angels in the Outfield. And then he did. Oh fuck! Yeah, he was right. the. Was he the? Wasn't he the pitcher? Yeah. Yeah. And then he was in this, and then Boys on the Side, okay. Glory Days, Scorpion Spring, Lone Star, Time to Kill, Larger Than Life, Contact, uh, Amistad, The Newton Boys, Welcome to Hollywood, King of the Hill, then Ed TV. I mean, was Ed TV oh, 97, 98? Well, never mind that. Like, Amistad, Tender and shit. Like, that, that was a Spielberg movie, wasn't it? Maybe this was uh, him yeah. trying to break out because, you know, Dazed and Confused, and then he went straight <laughs> to Feel Good, Angels in the Outfield. Maybe this was his attempt to try to – he's like, I hey, want to do something point, dark. And it's like, okay, at what is – At some point, guys, we've got to do Angels in the Outfield. That's I want to do one something of my, real dark, okay? Like, like crazy dark. That's probably one of my favorite childhood movies of all time. When the Angels went Independent. <laughs> like I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't have a spiritual connection with the film at all. It's nothing like that. It's just that was a good movie. Didn't that star Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, that's that, I mean, that, that was that. that that's I just back picture him could, standing in the field he, doing the yeah, wings. Yeah, that was the. He was the fucking. When can we be a family? Again? Was Doc Brown yeah. one of the angels? Yeah, yeah, he was the head angel. Yeah, it's great, Tony Danza. Yeah, it, it, that's just. Them. I mean, it's just. It's just an all-around good family movie. Yeah, it's man. happy. Like, I liked it when I was a kid. <laughs> and then McConaughey shows up. Get him, angel! Shit, it's rolling. It's the man in black. Yeah, right. <laughs> they need to cut this movie with a uh, dark tower. Do do another trailer. Oh my god! 
Oh man, they do. Take his scenes and switch it around. Get yeah. that bitch. <laughs> Roland so, is not. Roland can't be compromised by my magics. Um, <laughs> magics. That's what he said. He said magics. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, the setup's simple. They're at prom. They leave prom. It's. <laughs> it's. We're talking. Level ten on cheesiness too. I mean, the, they're hamming the it up, dude. Yeah, it's great. It's exquisite for sure. <laughs> I mean, even even we even get the classic like, my dad's gonna kill me, dude. Yeah. When, they, when they got out of the car, and the and she and he dropped the flashlight and it stopped working. She's like, we need to stay here. We need to, like build a campfire or something. <laughs> like, bitch, yeah. on the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what about this chick's weird, morbid obsession with dying? Yeah, she like, was <laughs> overboard. Yeah. We're going to be dead if we crashed into a tree our, and then you know. somebody wrote a song yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, wouldn't that be beautiful? Nah, it it's be like, beautiful, uh-uh. bitch. <laughs> Come Where'd on, the guy now? come from in the car? <laughs> well, they, I think that girl, uh, Renee Zellweger, and the other dude was Pat. They were like fucking wasn't in the back sh- seat. Wasn't that yeah, but the car that hit the them, phones? where'd that come from? Oh, hell, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess we can chalk it up to someone that got away from him, clearly. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, I guess he's the guy that got away. Yeah. But wasn't the guy that played him, was that the fucking uh, yakking on the phones for pussies? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, know, man. Or the Shermanator, whatever. Yeah, I know you're talking Uh, about that. That that fucking guy. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, he dies very, (laughs) like, yeah. Very abruptly. Well, I, one of my favorite scenes. Oh, in, hold on. I'll, I'll hit on that in a minute. Um, so, uh, dude is making out with this chick. Chick gets pissed. They get in the car, leave, have a hit and run, keep driving, hit a detour, wind up in the fucking maze, the fucking Lost Woods from Zelda, fucking wandering around. I mean, it really was. <laughs> no. Or, or we we replace it with chainsaws. Ring, ring, ring. Mm-hmm. ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking leather faces on a stump like Skull Kid waving his chainsaw around. Like, um, <laughs> they they wind up at some business in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, never never did chicks. see what it was or yeah. She looked she like, like a, a travel realtor. agent or real estate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. realtor or something. Yeah, um, they they never they never explain what she did. I just I guess she did. She's the person that sends people to them. You know, like the old guy. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, very. I mean, you could tell by her. Uh, she was crazy. foreshadowing her. Yeah, her demeanor that she's yeah. like, okay, this is the she's the bait. I I would gladly take the bait. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> or what about that closing? What about that close encounter at the restaurant where the cops or like that whole fucking football? Oh my god! It's a trunk <laughs> with a body in it. Like, yeah. There's something like, in your trunk. She like said, how a person tied up back there, and he's like, "Huh? Yeah. Really?" <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, well, I mean, I'm just saying. No, I know, I know. For all accounts, it's a horror film, so we have. I can't suspend my my disbelief when you have a bunch of curious curious ass kids walking by your car with a body in it, and none of them are going to go, "Hey, miss, what's in there?" Or the fact that when she was talking, she said, "You're going to be quiet if I poke a hole," and she was like, "Yes." Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, she was just really, you know, like, I'm like, "Bitch!" She opened the trunk, screamed, mm-hmm. "Don't you hear cars? There's people!" 
Yeah. That was the on. first. That was her bad lieutenant decision. Yeah, for sure. I would have kept screaming. <laughs> um. Well, so the travel agent chick calls the brother or the whatever the fuck the husband lover the boyfriend. Yeah, whatever. What, what was his What was his name again in the movie? Velmer. That's it. <laughs> fucking Velmer. Yeah. What a fucking nickname. Yeah, really. Um, uh, and then Velmer, get your ass out here! Don't make me get the water hose. <laughs> well, uh, one of my favorite scenes was um, whenever uh, McConaughey picks uh, Renee Zellweger up for the first time. And he's fucking having that moment. It's like, it's like, what, what, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna live your life? You know, all this kind of stuff. And uh, it's like, where's Sean? And he's like, look back here. And he like fucking rips her glasses off and just mm-hmm. stops the truck and just grabs her face and pushes it up. I'm like, this oh, dude yeah. is going balls nah, to the wall. First, he 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 fucked with it a little bit. They were driving. He said, you know, just the other day they found some girl. You know, she's all chopped up, blah, blah, blah. She's like, that's fucked up. He's no like, yeah, imagination. Yeah. yeah, he's like, that's it. No imagination. <laughs> she's like looking at him like, what the fuck? So, I I mean, for what for what the movie is, though, like, so we're, 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 so we're led to believe now that Leatherface and family, they're not just these crazy motherfuckers, but they're actually hired people that are supposed to just terrorize people, people into some like well it to the I guess break their sanity and make them like them. Oh, dude, I don't know. That's like, why I was gonna explain any of that. Well well, <laughs> yeah. well here's what I'm wondering, because like there's there's a scene when she when the guy walks in and does his little like look at my weird chest shit. Well there's a part <laughs> during there's a part during all of that where he looks at uh the chick uh, oh, Wilmer's lady, the bait, and he, you know, she's like, you know, why I'm here? What if, like, she she's part of the experiment that he was trying to conduct? Clearly, that went right mm-hmm. because at the end, when he's talking to chick, he's like, you know, this was supposed to be a spiritual experience. You know, well, it wasn't supposed to be some deprived thing. It's supposed to be that she was just going to get tortured, like maybe some MK Ultra shit or something. I kept waiting well, on Quado to pop out of his stomach. <laughs> well, the, the or, about some, it, or some fucking naked lunch shit go down. Yeah. Well, the one chick said she couldn't leave because they implanted an explosive device in her brain. She yeah. told that girl that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I figured it, it could be that. Whenever she said that, in my head, because as soon as she said it, she's like, "You know why I can't leave?" I was like, and for some reason in my head, I was like, "If you leave, he'll kill your whole family." Yeah. I mean, he'll go crazy. He'll yeah. come after you. Like, well, I, I just feel like she was maybe programmed, but she's aware of it, you know? Yeah. Like, once, know. You know the, once you know the truth, you can't really reassimilate back into the Matrix. Well, I didn't really get the whole, uh, I mean, I got the whole, um, you know, dude coming out there and all that shit. But what I got from it was like, this was the precursor to uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, was, honestly, <laughs> I was hoping since I had I, I couldn't remember any. Of Whenever they started embellishing more of that, like Illuminati stuff, I was hoping he was going to do some shit where he busts out a pamphlet and he's like, "Georgia Guidestones, baby, oh, gotta keep shit. that popu- gotta keep that population down." <laughs> um, no, nah, I I was like, this is fucking. 
Cabin in the Woods Ground Zero. This is day one Cabin in the Woods. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no hands-on, no cameras, no fucking different creatures. Oh, like feeding, feeding, feeding her to the old gods and stuff? Yeah, some weird shit. I mean, these dudes were fucking around like a bunch of meth heads for real, dude. Um, they took a wrong turn. <laughs> the yeah, for real. Went straight to Geeker Street. I like that uh, the bathroom uh, walls, though, covered in human skin. Um, that's an interesting. That's an interesting look for the bathroom. Nah, you what know about what I mean? all the keys? You see all the car Where's keys, that, or that big ass wad of skin hanging Did y'all on the see coat that? hanger? No. Listen, in the kitchen. When, I mean, in the in the the dining room when they're eating. On the back wall there, man, it's just covered with keys. Like where they would, I guess when they would kill people and get their car or something, they'd hang the key up there. Shit, I'm fixing to pull it up shit right load, Dude, the wall was covered in keys. Let me see that. Crazy. I'll see, try I to find it too. That. I did. I, I just, because she threw at the end when they were having the scuffle after the dude came with the weird knit rings and shit. Well, they were. Yeah. They were scuffling yeah. around. That wall was covered with keys on the backside. Track it down. All right, hold on. Let me. Y'all didn't notice that? No, I, I really didn't. Is it after the dude comes in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Robot leg. Let me. Get back. Let me put it. Oh, I do see, see it. it. Oh, All shit. the wall is completely covered. And in my mind, I'm like, those are the keys of the vehicles. Everybody they've killed. And there's a shitload yeah, of them. Yeah, there's a fucking ton of them, man. What'd you type in to get that? I just pulled it up on my computer. Oh, a movie, man. full movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, there was something about that. When I saw that, I was like, these motherfuckers are pure evil. Oh, they've been at it for a minute for sure. Yeah. Well, then I felt if, I felt like uh, they bring these people in there to like torture them and stuff, and then the the Illuminati can take them and do whatever they want with them. You know, they break them down. They can do their rituals. They can. Yeah, I guess maybe you have to scare them before you can yeah. do whatever they do. You know. Well, the well it's like they, it's like they 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 um, mentally break they them prep down. them. To be re and to be indoctrinated with some crazy shit. Um, yeah, because at that one part, um, she was like, "You won't kill me," and he's like, "I won't," and it's like, "You need me for something," and you know, he was like, "Smart, ain't you, girl? Come here, girly." Um. Now, did you guys notice at the beginning when? The uh, teenagers were doing their small talk. They made a point to talk about how physically fit Zellweger's character was. Oh, dude, she can haul ass for real. Yeah. I didn't know she well, could like, run that fast. I mean, I mean, what else is there to say? You know, I'll say this: not a Leatherface movie at all. No, nah. Leatherface got like fifteen minutes if on screen. Yeah, if. This was McConaughey and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was. It really didn't deserve to be called a Texas Chainsaw movie, though. Yeah, for real. It was kind of its own thing. 
Yeah. They tried to rebrand it, redo it. I wonder why they got away from the Leatherface. I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it is Leatherface. Yeah. Well, I mean, even though he is the the icon for the franchise, if you think about it, and I know we've we've skipped the third movie, but even in the second film, the supporting characters were becoming more interesting. Well, than because they talk. Yeah. You know, Leatherface doesn't he doesn't speak, but they man. really fucked with him in this movie, man. Like they just turned him into a damn Buffalo Bob. You know? Yeah. I'd fuck me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> damn. It's cool though so, when they came uh, in the kid the dining room, they had the chainsaw on the table. Yeah. All those dead people. I can't believe he was decked out in the fucking female clothes. Yeah, I'm like he talking. Went, he had the chest and everything. He, he went, went full. He went full buffalo on it. Yeah, yeah full, full buffalo. You never go uh, full buffalo, man. I wonder if he tucked it. I wonder how long he's been working on that fucking. He said. He said. Oh, leather. Here's tired of that face. He wants yeah. a new one. <laughs> yeah, and he put a shitload of makeup on it. Damn. Had it looking good. Yeah. He cleans up nice. (laughs) What can you say? I mean, we can rate it. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I mean, before we do that, I mean, I feel like. I feel like I have to watch the third one now. I know this movie has nothing to do with the third one, though. Right. Nothing. Well, I wonder, could this have been one of the films, or probably the film, that put it down for so long before they decided to try to reboot it? Yeah, it it took a while to come back after that. Well, I mean, five years. Yeah, but before that, how long was it down? When did the third one come out? Well, I mean, do you think it had the fatigue of like, okay, it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film? I mean, they've all they've all had literally the same narrative going. You I have, guarantee you, know? you, this movie uh, tanked in the box office compared to the other ones. Had to probably made the least amount of money. I got it. Yeah, I mean, it had to. Um, what do you think the budget was? I think it was more than the other ones. Well. Ballpark it. Well, do y'all remember what the 15. other was? I, I say fifteen million. I'm gonna do twenty six. The budget was six hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Why do we always go millions? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the normal six hundred thousand. Well, it probably made around twenty million dollars. The box office. What do you think, Trav? What, box office numbers? Yeah, what do you think it grows? I think 30. 30 million? Yeah. $141,000. Oh, my God. That's why they stopped. That's, <laughs> I mean, out of all of them, that's the one, right? Yeah. I mean, you called it. I mean, you called it, Adam. It tanked. Well, that's why it. I mean, well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we all watched it, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you didn't I would, have to say. There's it. no way I would. No, I'm not gonna be. I'm. I, I enjoy the movie. I yeah, enjoy Matthew too. McConaughey. Yeah. 
Like, oh, I'm sure very it had, I'm sure it's got. Well, is it is it technically a cult film? Probably uh, not like the others. I mean, does, is, I mean, is it deserving? Of, I mean, is his performance his performance like, deserving of cult something. status in it? Yeah, I give it I, three I, golden monkeys. <laughs> I think it, it's the. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I think it's definitely a cult movie. It's got to be, man, because like it's its own entity. Um, like there's Texas Chainsaw, and then there's this. Yeah, I mean, and think about it. Every time you're like, "Have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Have you seen the one with Matthew McConaughey?" Th- those are the go tos. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, I mean before. I mean, I, I think at some point we brought up this movie when we were actually discussing if we were going to do this or not, you know, or when we were making our selections for what our picks would be, I the, bet. you know, the winner. Dude, and we have we've to talked, watch the one with McConaughey. <laughs> we've talked about this movie multiple times on many of the podcasts we've done. And you know what I mean? Every time Matthew McConaughey comes up, we talk about this movie. <laughs> we mentioned the leg. <laughs> we, it's ingrained into the podcast. It's now, part you know? of the podcast. Yeah. Do you the trophy think for the, the games that we play should be the leg. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be amazing? I want the leg from Let's a Christmas story, but I want that thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How cool so would fun. that be? I would Don't do, not like a woman's leg, but I want a McConaughey robot leg with a lamp on it. Yeah. Come on, dude. Do Tell you me what you put that on the fucking table in front of the window at your house. Of course, I, I wish would. It, it comes with the d- damn batteries and shit. It was like D batteries. <laughs> I wish uh, whenever that whenever the scene happened where uh, the woman gets home with the hostages and the food and everything, he's sitting in the kitchen and he's like, "You didn't recharge my batteries." I wish like what that whole that from that moment to him freaking out. I wish they could have made a gif or some sort of meme where it's like. When you're gone all day and your batteries for your controller didn't charge or some shit, like a no, gamer type turned into a Duracell commercial. No, that's a fucking yeah. vape meme right there. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. When you think your batteries better. are charged, but they're not. <laughs> so you choke a bitch with your fucking legs. <laughs> he was gonna kill her. Uh, <laughs> her eyes started rolling back. Whenever the Illuminati like, oh. guy left, he crushed that chick's head. He was yeah. so mad, hated that guy. Do you think that guy, the Illuminati guys, gave him that fucked up leg, the robot leg? I think he built that himself. You think so? he's yeah, cause he's, he's he's Andy man. I mean, come on, do a little meth. Here's a, here's <laughs> a question: build a leg. Why did he do need guys, a leg? He was sitting around guys, watching uh, Bionic yeah. Man one night. And he was like, "I can make him better, faster, yeah. stronger, <laughs> stronger, baby." <laughs> But um, so what do you guys think? Did Zellweger, did she, did the guy at the end, did he kill her, or did he, did he set her free? No, I think he set her free. He said he took her to the hospital. I think he's going to go set up shop in a different town in Texas. I mean, who's going to believe her? Yeah. Oh. She looks crazy. Yeah. Or maybe he stopped. Why did that 
airplane scoop down and chop his damn head. Dude, I don't know. I mean, well, did the guy tell him to do that? Did the guy have him have him killed? May, and was that the have. only way you could kill him? Probably. Hey, I got to bring this up. The whole scene with the shotgun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's, like, putting it in his mouth, like, sucking off the barrel, like, yeah. unzipping his shirt. He's, like, he throws her a couple of shells. I mean, he was crazy. Yeah. Cut himself. Great. Yeah. Dude, um, fuck Leatherface. I'd be afraid of him. <laughs> yeah, for real. This is this blood. Um, I think that uh, once she got out of the hospital, that the – they would recruit her to start the next half. You know what I mean? She'd be that girl. Yeah. Same version. Yeah. They'd get some fucked up, somebody with a fucked up leg coming in there. A fucked up arm. Oh my God. Robot arm. Yeah, they put a chainsaw in it. It's got. <laughs> that'd be fucking, that'd be evil dead as fuck. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you guys don't mind, what were y'all saying about when I asked you that question? I really hate that I what had question? to tune out, but about Zellweger getting away at the end. <clears throat> I, wow. Yeah, I think she got away. I felt that way when I was watching it, that he was really going to let her go. Like, who's going to believe her? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um. I mean, I think she might have went back to the house and just said, fuck it, this is my life now, you know? <laughs> this is where I live. This is where I breathe. What was up with that uh, guy's stomach? I don't know. He had, he like, was in dis- pyramids and studs. and. I thought that uh, there was going to be some fucking uh, Hellraiser shit happening for yeah. a minute. Well, I, I, I vaguely remember thinking it was some sort of, like, like they were all just part of a freak show, and he was just, you know, part of it. Yeah, he's the one that broke it big. Yeah, some <laughs> shit like that. I don't. Nobody will ever know. We need to interview the director. You think we can get him on the podcast? Oh yeah, this was not directed by Toby Ho- Hooper, right? Or is it Hopper? Hooper. No, this was directed by Kim Hinkle. A woman? What all? What all other films has this? No, he was. I'm interested in this person's (laughs) filmography. All right, he wrote. This is everything he wrote. Um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, Eaten Alive, The Unseen. Wait, he Um, wrote the '74. Yeah, he wrote the story. So he wrote. He wrote. Okay. Yeah, he wrote. Um, hmm. He uh, wrote the Next Generation. He wrote uh, Jason versus Leatherface, which is a short um, horror movie. The movie. Well, no, they just use the characters for all these. Never mind. But he did write the screenplay and the story for the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Next Generation, and then he directed. The, this movie, The Next Generation. So that's it. I mean, he was a producer on. Let's see. He was a producer on Leatherface, the new one coming out. 
uh, Found Footage 3D, Texas Chainsaw 3D, Butcher Boys, The Wild Man of the Navidad, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, uh, the remake, Head Cheese. So, so to a degree, they've had a consistent like staff with who makes these films. Like yeah. a lot of the times, people you know who've wrote other versions are in on it. Yeah. Okay. So he's been involved in it from. Well, I guess I guess the beginning was his attempt at righting the wrong of Next Generation. I guess because yeah, those new, those newer ones are just they're all leather faced. Yeah, I mean, really, they well, are. I mean, I mean, they, I mean, they still run into, you know, it's more like it's not just a big house. Yeah. Well, the chainsaw's it's, in it, the title, it, so it's like, hmm, it's got to be there. Um. So yeah, I just, I can't, gonna... I, which which one of the remakes was it where we actually get the scene? It's really graphic, but it's the scene of Leatherface peeling a face off. Well, like, no, like you actually see him removing, like they actually do that. They have the, the prosthetics and the, the makeup team. They actually see him removing the they face off the electric head. Knife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's like straight up, like sharp, rusty, rusty razor Griffin. Oh shit. Jack, it's a metal. Um, yeah, dude. I think it, I don't know. Because the only one I've I've seen, let me go back to this discography or this thing here. All right, he did. I watched uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D, which came out in 2013. I don't know if I watched the beginning. It's probably the beginning was the one where they did that. No, I didn't watch the one in 3D. I never got around to that, and I don't believe I watched. The, I want. I watched one or both of those remakes though. I remember distinctly watching the one where at the beginning they're in the van, like in the original, but they pick that chick up and she pulls a gun out of her crotch and blows her brains out. Yeah. That's the remake. Yeah. Only because that camera, that camera shot was so badass. how it goes through the hole in her, her head falls back. Um, like I just, that, that, that always stuck with me because I was like, holy. Well, I will say this. Um, I've seen, more of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies than I have of the Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or the Halloween movies. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and well, we can throw Hellraiser in, too, because, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, well, never mind. Hellraiser's a whole other can of... I was just saying that the Hellraiser franchise went to shit very quickly, and I, I'm still... Even though it's one of my favorite horror icons, like it I don't understand happens. how his movies went on as long as they did. Well, I mean, look, I mean, it always happens. Yeah, come on, guys, Freddy Krueger, Jason, yeah, yeah Michael Myers, Chucky. Yeah, I mean, come on, it now, happens. Did, now this this kind of bleeds over into movie news, but uh. Did you guys happen to see that link that Bloody Disgusting posted a few days ago about a short film called Never Hike Alone? No. Uh, it's supposed to be this really well-made Friday the 13th short film that they made where they actually have, they somehow or another, they managed to actually get Jason in it. Like, they, he makes a big reveal. 
Hmm. But it's like the, it's like it, I believe the synopsis is like somebody just stumbled upon like the old Camp Crystal LA, like it's been closed down for years and all this and whatnot. And they roll up on it and, you know, they just start getting stalked by Jason pretty much. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> and I believe they managed to get, uh, oh man, Kane, it was a Kane Hodder. That was, yeah. that is the original Jason. Yeah. I believe they actually got him in on it too. Like he, he reprises Jason in it. That's what's up. That's fucking cool, man. Uh, I haven't watched it, but it's, I, I pulled the link up for it and it's, it clocks in at, a, at like almost an hour. So, I mean, it's, it's almost a full feature, but they said it was a really well made one and it's, it's definitely something I'm, I plan on checking out because apparently it's got a lot of love going for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to give that a go. Give that a real, real squeezing. But back um, to like Texas Chainsaw, though. Like, yeah, we've do you guys been... do you think this one can be revived ever again? Well, they're trying. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got a new one coming out this year. Yeah, isn't it just called Leatherface? Yeah. But yeah, is that going to get a theatrical release, or yeah. is that just like a B movie, like oh, straight man. to video? No, it's it's coming out. It's got Finn Jones in it. Of course it's coming out. I think we should watch it when it's available and do it. Was it worth it? Because uh, we watched the first one. So Has it already came out? Hold on. Yeah, uh, September the 14th in Italy. Did it drop? Um, I don't know, man. Hold on. IMDB it. October the 20th is when it comes out. So in three days from us recording this is when it dropped. Are there any, uh, are there any early reviews on it that you could pull up on it? Uh, it's got a 5.2 on IMDB. But I mean, that's typical horror fare on a review site though. Like they never really get good reviews. Yeah. I'll (laughs) skim the list here. I don't know uh, something about like is is the director Italian? Like I'm 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 trying to wrap my head around why they released it in Italy first cuz maybe I mean I know it may not really have any significance but if it's an Italian director I mean we we could get we could get the goods. I mean the Italians had really good horror films, you know, back in the 70s 80s and I'm sure I'm sure that rabbit holds deeper if one were to go looking but you know yeah, I think they are. It's a team because apparently the the directors are Alexandre uh, Bustillo and Julian Mari, and the only thing they did before this was um, Leatherface, uh, ABCs of Death Part Two, Among the Living, Livid, and Inside. So maybe a. Uh... Maybe we're going to get a passion project out of this, and it'll be really well. Well, made. did it did it drop somewhere? Yeah, it came out in Italy. Does it have a rating? Already. Yeah, that's why I was bringing up that that whole thing. Like, I, I just you know, like if it's if it's an Italian made Leatherface film, Leatherface review uh, eleven hours ago, one day ago, crazy that we're doing this one on the. Yeah, it's got a five point two uh, out of ten. Not say that don't say much. It's an hour and thirty minutes. Good to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like you're trying to drag that out into a two-hour film is just a bad idea. Who like Leatherface is pretty, it's pretty short and simple, <laughs> like the type of movie that that is. So I, I would, I would hope it's not a, it doesn't have a runtime that would make it a chore. Right. Um, well, whenever they release it on video, we should give it a proper review on that day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just to see what it's about. Why wasn't it released? I mean. Year? I mean, you know, this franchise doesn't really. I mean, it's 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 faithful slasher uh, films. Wait a minute. You know, release dates: USA, September twenty first, TV premiere. What? That's what it says. The October twentieth. October twentieth, DVD premiere. Wow! So it's going straight to it, man. That's that's crazy. Must be. Which I mean that, that that I mean that that doesn't really that doesn't really mean anything, honest. The trailer so, doesn't look bad though. So in really. a couple of days, it's going to be out. We could. What's next week? Uh, well, I was going to say we could do the remake, but we could fucking bypass the remake and do this if you guys wanted Why to. Why not? I mean, we'll do. Was it worth it? Yeah. All right, because it looks like it's going to be available. I mean, because in reality, you know, it's we might as well keep going. Well, I mean, I, I've, I've kind of enjoyed the I've enjoyed the time hop with going from the original and, and its immediate sequel to these kind of in betweeners that they put out. Like we're kind of more or less doing a was it worth it month long? Really, hey, I will say this: it says okay, it follows. The first one, the second one, the third one, next generation, and then the 2013 one, not the 2000 one. So it's, it's I see it's it follows, like, it, and the connections so on IMDb. So they skipped the the I guess the remake. Yeah, they skipped the remake, and I guess they skipped. The no, you said they. Yeah, so they. Well, so we've they, got we've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre seventy four eighty six. And then Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, you know, 1990, the one we just watched. And then after that, it goes straight to the, the Texas Chainsaw 3D. Leaves any of the others out with connections. Yeah. So I, be- I believe 3D because the remake and then the beginning was a prequel to the remake. The mm-hmm. beginning was a, a sequel to the original where after the original events happened, the townspeople and the sheriffs kill Leatherface and the family. And then they find a baby on the property and the baby is the girl. Yeah. It's weird, man. It's not good. It's, it's all right. But, um, yeah. All right. So real estate podcast, everything is changing all the time. You know what I mean? Don't think you can skip an episode of the podcast. Someone left a review. It's pretty pretty bad. It's not good, dude. And it's really fucking long. <laughs> All the reviews are bad. Mm, it makes me want to watch it that much more. Yeah. They're all bad. Which is why this is why it's getting a straight to TV release. I hate that for, you know, whoever decided. Now, Here's the thing. What sucks about this is it, it's it got potential, man. 
you know, well, I mean, Leatherface is a scary motherfucker. Well, yeah. even though even though in, in our in in twenty seventeen horror is making a slight comeback in the box office, though um, the slasher really hasn't gotten much love in a long time. Yeah, it's been fucking and ghost I, stories. God, and, and I'm and, tired. And I feel like it. And I f- I feel like it never will. It'll never really come back, and not because of bad filmmaking, but because people are just so analytical now. Like the way we've been dissecting the movie. Um, these types of films, you don't really, I I feel like you're not really supposed to go into it thinking, okay, I'm going to find a logical conclusion for every decision that's made in this movie. You're not supposed to, it's mindless, it's it's mindless horror. Um, it goes along the horror tropes. You've got stupid young people making stupid decisions and dying because of it. Yeah. So, I mean. Who knows? But I mean, there's a lot of horrible. I mean, there are, you know, and that's not to say that, you know, just like with any kind of medium, they're the adamant and hardened fans that, that, that there are people that that will dissect these films, just like you would find a group of people who dissect our art house films for all the meanings and little in-betweens and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe with a character like Leatherface, that there, there's no reason to have that. He's just a, a crazy skin-wearing murderer, you know? Well, the the way that I feel about the, the slasher genre is with any of those, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, any of that stuff, it's it's so easily digestible. You know what I mean? You know, you know that going into it, you're going to get your killer, you know, whoever it may be. You're going to get the teens. You're going to get murders. You're going to get interesting deaths. And that's that. Like, I'm not expecting them to release a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or any other film that's going to be like, this is the greatest fucking horror movie ever made. I'm not. No. Like, that's happened already with the. It's not supposed to be a mind bender. It's supposed to be a stomach churner. Yeah, exactly. And that's all it needs to be, you know? And that's like these fucking ghost movies. They go so fucking in depth with like, especially all these fucking Annabelle and the the conjuring fucking trying to create a universe out of all this shit. It's just at the end of the day, it's a fucking horror movie. Who gives a shit about your universe? I second that. And I feel like that's a reason why I haven't, jumped at the chance to go watch these movies yeah and i don't i I don't know what it is about it but it feels like they're not like these these ghosts like you said the ghost stories that are making you know their way through the genre now they're just i don't know like how like with texas chainsaw massacre is is a good example too they 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 know what works with that type of character the situation that it's involved with, but they don't stray that far away from it. Yeah. And the same thing is applicable to the ghost movies that are out now. Like no matter how you go about it, it's, it's some sort of ghost trapped in some sort of object and they got to get rid of the object. Yeah, exactly. Or the object can't be destroyed in the case with this fucking doll, apparently. Yeah. But they're, they're trying to like, and they went overboard in the eighties with the sequels. But, like, you go into it, you know what you're getting. 
they're trying to like make these ghost stories some extravagant fucking you know mythos and stuff. Yeah, and it's not. It's a fucking horror movie. Enjoy it for what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, Quit trying like to I, fucking. I want to say I watched Conjuring too, but I feel like I didn't. But I know for a fact, I really feel like the very first one, it would have been a great... I love one-and-done films. Yeah, it would have been perfect because for that. The, those those are the type of movies I feel like that, that you can linger on with a conversation forever, and it, and it has a good conversation with it, too, because it, it, it allows people to be able to come up with some crazy idea or theory as to what's going on. Instead of directors and writers seeing all the feedback and all the the love that fans have for these movies, and then without nit without picking it apart, they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they try to be like, "Well, we had this idea the whole time." It's like, really? Yeah, right. Like when they wrote, like like when they wrote the Conjuring, like they were like, "Nah, I'm thinking franchise, dog." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's the. Michael Keaton from the founder. I just, I, I, I feel like it, I feel like it takes away from the thunder of how, I feel like it takes away the thunder of how good the conjuring was. Yeah. You know, you had the understanding that these two people were paranormal investigators. They've seen some shit. They've already experienced some shit. And you just get that one little glimpse in one of their very close encounters, you know, like the one they barely get through. Like I, I kind of liked that with that, and yeah, and it was you know, and and the same, and it's and, and it's not just the Conjuring. You know, there's there's plenty of other franchises we could go into and be like, you know, that would have been better if it just been left alone as one film. Yeah. Um, I think we grew up in a generation where sequels were already being pumped out and all of that, so we were just kind of used to it, but after all the years of watching movies and especially when we do all these movies, how we've been doing with this now, um, I don't have, I, I, I don't appreciate sequels as much as I, as I used to. Like I used to be like, yeah, this is great. Part two or three or what have you. Now it's just like, really? Why can't we have a new idea? Like, why can't it be something like, why can't the, the, somebody with a really great idea be given the chance to bring that, you know, yeah. and put it on the forefront and see if it can stand on its own like the other films did when they were originally released. Exactly. I mean, look at It Follows. Look at Green Room. Horror movies. Interesting ideas. Don't need a sequel. Don't need anything else to top it off. The movies were great as is, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, those were original ideas brought to the table, and that, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? But if those movies would have blew up and got critical, you know, not critical praise, but made fuck tons of money, then we would have a Green Room 5 now, and I'd be like, fuck this punk band. Like, this dude got his arm almost cut off. Fuck him, you know? Why is he still playing bass so good, you know? Yeah, like- exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I'm just ready for the next... Uh, the next big horror movement to happen, you know? Well, I mean, you know, you, you figured it would have already came and went because we're, we've been in the era of grimdark stuff for years now. Yeah. Um, why not have, and I mean, saw to me, saw almost did it. That's another movie that series that I really wish they'd have just left alone. Yeah. Um, the first couple of installments, because I was one of those people that like, I, 
I tried to back the Saw franchise f- to the bitter end, but I couldn't because I really felt like they were creating a really good overarching story. But they opted to go the route of just, let's see how many fucked up traps we can make now. Yeah. Let's try to top how gross we can gross the audience out instead of having a very good mystery going on involving the jigsaw killer. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have went that way instead of four or five sequels of, okay, he's not the killer. It's this other guy pretending to be this guy. It just, it became such a clusterfuck that it really, it fucks up trying to convince someone to at least watch the first one now. No, because you know, because you know, there's those people out there that are like, Man, there's seven of them. Man, I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah, and you're like, no, man, just watch the first one and be done. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, really. Like, like walk in the room and then walk the fuck out. Like yeah. that, that's how you treat saw or pretty much most of the horror genres in, in general. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean that first that first one was so good. Yeah, it was. Um, well, there's not many horror movies. Or horror franchises that I that I would recommend any of the sequels for. I mean, there's few, but not many. Like, um, did you guys watch Sinister? No, I didn't. Um, I don't know Negative. if there's a sequel to it, or I don't know if there was a sequel to it or not. But uh, it's an Ethan Hawke film where he plays a writer and he inherits. I remember a there was house. some there was some footage and, <clears throat> like in that. Well, yeah, his whole. Th- yeah, the the whole sh- the whole shtick of the film is that he keeps finding these. He watches them; they're like the the video diary of someone committing murders and stuff. Uh, great movie, great movie. I, I I really enjoyed it a lot. But uh, it's it, it's it's one of those examples that I was saying that you know, like make one and then move on. Shit, speaking of Ethan Hawke, The Purge. Yeah. I mean, damn! They're they're making a fucking purge TV show. Who the fuck wants to watch that? And um, I mean, the first pur- the first purge movie wasn't the best, but it was still an interesting concept. Yeah. But now, like, but now a lot of those movies, which I mean, horror had had their had one foot in social commentary, and the next in shot, and the other yeah. one in shock. But some of the political commentary that they try to go into with like the purge and. Just all these other movies that are coming out now are just it. It's almost borderline level of campiness to them, but it's to a point now where it's just it's hard to watch. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I mean, I used to get excited like horror and comedy were the two popcorn movies. You know, go to the movies and watch them and enjoy them. Now they're the last thing I want to go fucking watch. You know. Well, I mean, now it's like if it's not lots of boom. You don't really want to see it in the theaters. Like, yeah, <clears throat> it's almost like theaters are strictly for blockbusters now. And that's not to say that there can't be the little movie that could every now and then. But, you yeah. know, now it's now it's like strictly for superheroes and fighting robots and shit, which I mean. A lot of these movies are based on spectacle now, so I mean, that's and that's perfect for you know, 3d and you know, the way, the way, you know, movies are going at this point in time. But, you know, I, I agree with what you say, Griffin, like the whole popcorn thing, like, you know, back in the day, you know, you were either going to watch a hilarious like comedy or, 
or a horror film. And the action, you know, the action genre has been on the decline for a long time. And a lot of people would probably argue that with like Fast and the Furious and all that kind of shit. But like the genuine martial arts driven, somehow everyone in the movie action film like that that doesn't exist anymore really yeah which i miss i wish they i wish they'd bring that shit back you know right instead of it i mean now it's now it's in like a a direct to to video house that they've built yeah um well you guys want to rate the texas chainsaw massacre the next generation go ahead and get that done who wants to go first not it. <laughs> I'll go first. Go for it, dog. I give it a full star because regardless of the plot, regardless of whatever we've said over the course of the evening, people need to watch this just to see Matthew McConaughey act bat shit fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, it's a performance, whether you can laugh at it, be freaked out by it or whatever whatever emotion it triggers for you when you watch it, it's worth watching. And for that alone, I give it the full star because it's the Matthew McConaughey. I want to see in other series. Like I want to see him fucking lose his shit. Yeah. Cause he does it so well in this movie, despite <laughs> what this movie is, you know? Right. <clears throat> like he <throat> makes, he makes a, he, 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 he harnesses that. He's that drunk, relative or neighbor or whatever that gets just completely out of hand. You don't hand this guy a beer. That's the last thing you do. <laughs> Cause that's, that's opening Pandora's box. He's like the aggressive redneck that just wants to fight when they get drunk, you know? Yeah. Um, what about you, Adam? What you got? Well, I mean, I've been pretty much blowing McConaughey this whole time. So, <laughs> I mean, I, he I, he's what I like about the movie. He is the movie. Yeah. Period. You know, like yeah. you watch this movie to see him do whatever that was he was doing. I don't think it was acting. <laughs> I don't this know what it is, was. This is this know? is. Would you would you would you agree, Adam, that this is probably one of those? This is one of those shelf sitters that are worth having because you will watch it if you have it. It you, reminds it me in. of Killer Joe. Yeah. Have you guys seen Killer Joe? No. no. Oh man, Chicken Wing Blowjob. Yeah, Chicken Wing Blowjob. That's why you watch Killer Joe <laughs> is to see the movie sucks. <laughs> but McConaughey plays this hit man, and he makes this woman get down on her knees and suck this chicken leg. <laughs> no way. It's hilarious. Yeah, it could make this shit up, Griffin. Yeah, that's why you watch that movie. You watch this movie to see him. I have no problem saying this, Matthew McConaughey, Gold Star. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Gold would watch again. We'll watch again. Um, I would go further as to say that when if you if anyone ever sits down and is like, okay, I'm gonna try to tackle the Texas Chainsaw, but like, watch this not one first. Really watch all of them. All. <laughs> well, watch the first one. Watch this one, and then maybe throw the second one. This is the first one I saw. If you're still if you're still feeling froggy and you want to see them around saying god help us all bring it all down in 1995 or maybe 96 by the time it made it to tape i sat down in the living room with my mom my stepdad and a plate of spaghetti and we watched fucking texas chainsaw massacre the next generation you know 
Right. I remember the leg and the tits. Well, the, that's, I, I that's all you need to remember. Well, it's like this would be one of those movies that when you go to either someone's house or even your parents, if they went and rented a bunch of movies, it, you would you would find it on that stack of like other movies like From Dust Till Dawn and Children of the Corn and, you know, a lot of those cult movies, you know, not really cult, I'd say, but, you know, movies that everyone remembers, at least, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to give a half star on it. Um, would I own this movie? Of course I would. Would I recommend it? Like I said before, when you talk to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you got two. You know what I mean? You got the original, and then you got Matthew McConaughey Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm gonna give it a half star because, like, I, I wanted more. Even though the movie was the perfect length and all that, I kind of wish that they would make a sequel to this movie with just, you know what I'm, I know they can't, you know, of I, course. But I, but I, I would, I, I have to agree with you. I would watch a sequel to this, this, the, at least the next generation. Yeah. I well, would, I would, I would definitely be like, okay, I want to see where this goes. And if they somehow found a way to bring, Matthew McConaughey back from the dead because even though he got clipped by that plane, I really don't think he was fully dead. Well, they could have put the metal plate in his head and he could have been like chop top robot fucking leg. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, there's room. I just, I want more Matthew McConaughey in my life. You know, Dallas Buyers Club ain't got shit on this movie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie, but damn. You want to see Matthew McConaughey act? Watch this motherfucking movie. He's on some other shit. I know. Uh, I know the timeline's out of order on it, but it's just funny going back watching this and realizing that he's the guy that saves humans from the crop dust of doom. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. What does it all mean? Murph. Murph. <laughs> <laughs> Kill that bitch by the face. Um. All right. Oh, when, oh, when when he's when he holds that fucking uh, shotgun above his head and goes goddamn SpongeBob like oh 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 oh. He's awesome. I laugh, I laugh my ass off, man. As fucked up as his character was, it was it was actually really like I laughed more at this movie than I did any of the other two, and I laughed my ass off at Texas Chainsaw too. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't know if the humor was intended or not. I mean, I really, but it's, it's fucking there, whether you want it to be or not. The shit's hilarious. Um, so Adam, have yeah. you watched, have you watched this, uh, new mutants trailer? No, I saw so, some type of teaser or something for this. A few weeks. Well, this ago. is the, I know you said you're done with, you said you're done with X, man, Adam, but this might change your mind, man. I'm just saying I, it might. It's a uh, it's it's a horror franchise, man. It's it's you you I'm ready to watch it. You ready? Three, uh, I'll be on two. I'll be one, on standby, guys. Play. Shut up, Travis. <laughs> Can't make me. It's gonna change my mind. I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. I'm about to shit all over this trailer. So what do you think, Adam?
<laughs> I mean, I'm gonna watch it because of the podcast. But you're, you know, but you're gonna have expect you're gonna have expectations set to zero, right? It looks dark. Yeah. I feel like it's, I dark. feel like it. I feel like the approach to it should be zero expectation because I think that'll. That's my problem with X Men. Logan was good, yeah, but it was dark. Yeah, they gotta get away from this cheesy ass. I don't this vibe they put off, man. Like the yeah. costumes and the, you know that uh, what you call it? First class was it first class? First class was good, and then they started yeah. fighting at the end, and I was like, this is fucking cheesy right here. These costumes and flying around and just you know they're not they're not they're they're comic book characters, but they're not in a fucking comic book, you know? Right, it's a movie. Yeah. Try to, you know, well, I mean, you, you got to well, break, you know, I can understand. I don't know when the X-Men came out, but I'm sure that was all fun and games. See Wolverine running around and fucking yellow you know, and blue suit, but well, it don't work now, you know? Well, I mean, well, you know, well, and I, I think that's exactly why you're probably going to hate Dark Phoenix and probably skip on it only because if you, if you look at the timeline that Singer's done with the, the movies he's contributed to the X-Men franchise, with first class onward, he's course corrected to trying to make the X-Men look like they're supposed to. Because at the end of Apocalypse, uh, they have their whole, you know, last shot where they're all in the sh- in the screen, you know, shot and everything. And they look like they were ripped right out of Saturday morning. Yeah. I mean, Cyclops, his costume was on fucking point. Uh, all of them, you know. Well, here's my thing with it. It was the chick um, that was flying. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That was the that and the flying just looked shitty. Yeah. Y'all know what I mean? That y'all remember that scene? Yeah. When I hit that scene, I was like, Ooh, that should have been cut. <laughs> yeah. The movie was great. They should have didn't watch like, the they second hired. one. And from what I hear, I made the right choice. They should have hired uh Zack Snyder to do all their flying sequences because man, that motherfucker can make a superhero fly, and you believe it. Well, what yeah, what, right. what what the problem was was somebody was dangling on some wires, <laughs> you know, right. and you could tell. Yeah, that was the thing. Was like, you not could tell they were was not made by Rat Pack, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, my thing with this new mutants trailer is um. Black I just Adam. like the dark vibe of it, man. Well, not only that, but like Adam said before, I think everybody's burnout on the traditional X-Men. We're going to save the day. We're going to basically take the place of all the minorities in the world, you know, that's being persecuted now. And they're kind of switching that around to a psychological horror movie where it's like these people are fucked up. Well, it's looking like they got to they're going to have to fight their way out of this wherever they're at. Yeah. And, but in you know, in a in a horror movie way, not in so a fucking. You, so have you read? Uh, have you read any of the new? Uh, not much, but they're just like all the other X Men books. I mean, it's just they team up, they go out, they save the day, you know, and that's that. You know what I mean? Um, but the thing that kind of catches my eye with this is they're throwing away that traditional formula of the X-Men universe and they're kind of reinventing themselves in more of a psychological horror style. Um, The, you know, instead of it being like 
the mutants basically taking the mantle of the minorities of the world and how they're persecuted, it's kind of taking more of a psychological horror aspect of it. And kind yeah, of that, it, that's, that's refreshing on paper, at least right now. Yeah, I mean, based on that first trailer, I'm in. Like, I'm going to the movies. Yeah, and that was good. Well, I mean, after after I watched the trailer, I apparently one of the uh, the bad guys for this movie is going to be a character called Demon Bear. Hmm. And not to be I've confused never, with uh, Jew, Bear Jew. Oh my God! I don't. I, I just want it to be dark, I man. I'm, I don't want. I mean, they're fucking mutants, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want popcorn. I mean, taking, fucking. taking. Well, I mean, taking these heroes and putting them in a perspective where they're actually terrifying, and because that's the. I mean, that's the reality of it. If any of these mutants, if it, you know, if X Men were real, kind of in the same respect of as as they're depicting Superman in the DC universe now. You know, if these people showed up or they, you found out that they existed, it would be a terrifying, like, it would be a very terrifying thing for society and the world. And I've, I've enjoyed that angle of them making these superhero films. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it kind of takes away from the, you know, the appeal that they have for children because at the end of the day, that's their target audience. We just, we grew up and we took it with us, you know? Right. But I don't know. I, li- I like this approach of trying to, you know, make it to where, you know, the the darker tone works for me, I guess. I just, I enjoy it that way. I agree, sir. Um, so have uh, you guys watched the Black Panther trailer? No. Yeah. I saw one a while back. This is the full Monty. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, four minutes long. Uh, it's probably got some chuff on it. Uh, no, the the trailer is actually like two and a half minutes. This yeah, is going to so be the combined trailers. Let's find. Uh, yeah, it says one. extended, so that's going to be the the teaser with the trailer. Let me track it down. This guy always does that shit. Here it is. Found the real one from Marvel. I'm going to post what it. A, what a dick. He combines it, the it trailers. Draw. All right. I'm ready? ready to stroll. Yeah. All right. So is he strong or is it the suit? Uh, I think it's the suit makes him a little bit stronger. Okay. Um, but I, th- I think he's like a, you know. Well, I mean, ass. we get. Well, I mean, we've gotten his origin story somewhat in Civil War. I assume this movie is going to delve deeper into what was going on and why Andy Serkis's character was there to begin with. Yeah, and it's so, kind of weird that they named it Black Panther. Well, it's almost you know, like Civil War was, I, a, I mean, was a precursor for a lot of movies. Do y'all remember the Black Panther? Yeah. Well, in the comics, they changed his name from the Black Panther to something else because of that whole Black Panther thing going on in the real world. And then after that died down, they changed it back, it back to Black. Yeah. Which I'm fine with it. Whatever. You know. I don't know, man. I'm trying. Uh, he, he was, I will say this. He was a badass playable character in one of the uh, video games. 
Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember having him on my team. I've read some of uh, Black Panther stuff when they rebooted him uh, around the Civil War area in the era in the comics, and yeah. uh, I got the first couple of story arcs with him, and um, it's really interesting. Um, so I'm interested. Of course, I'm going to have to go watch it, and I'm interested in how it's going to play out, you know, and all that stuff. Of course. But, yeah, so is this movie supposedly so is this one going to be like a stand on its own type of film or is it falling in line with the fallout of Infinity War no. or, or, or 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 wait, it comes out before Infinity War, right? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure this is just going to be like in the meantime. You know, yeah. kind of like uh Spider-Man all that stuff. So nonetheless, I'm excited. Um, so we have, uh, some, some word from Ben Affleck. He's saying that, uh, he reveals what Joss Whedon brings to Justice League. Y'all interested to see what old Benny boy has to say about it? Sure. Lay it on, man. Um, he was speaking with SFX magazine. The Batman actor opened up about the benefits of Whedon coming in on Justice League. He said, uh, basically, Joss just brought to the movie what good directors bring, which is good taste, a sense of what's going to work in the story and what isn't, an instinct for realism and for finding the humanity and the characters and the humanity and the conflict, then making it accessible and relevant. I think that's one of the things he did so well with Avengers, frankly. Uh, he really defined the tone, and it felt like a lot of the movies after that sort of fell into that tone that he created. It was a very tricky dance where you have all these people who can do all these fantastic things that's completely absurd on the face of it. And yet, a good storyteller like Joss brings us in, makes us identify with them, makes them seem real and makes it interesting. A lot of guys know the comic book. A lot of people have the not have that knowledge base. What Joss really has talent. Um, Aflac, who is the director himself further shared that he has a high level of respect for Whedon and his abilities as a filmmaker. I wish I had the gift that he has. most compelling human drama in the context of superhero conflict but he has a very sharp mind for it. He knows exactly what he wants, almost with a surgeon's kind of precision. He focuses in beat by beat on how he's telling the story, exactly where he'll be editorially, what the tenor of delivery of a line should be like. He gives you comfort because you feel like he has a very clear idea of what he wants, what he expects, and most importantly, what he thinks will work. Um. Of course. So basically, uh, so basically, Whedon fixed the film and edited the shit out of it. Yeah. And that's a big debate. Like, you know, is he going to get a co-director credit? Well, currently, I believe it's still, it's that's Snyder's film. Yeah. And they said that, and they said that despite what Whedon has done to the movie, it's supposed to still be keeping in with his original vision, which I don't have a problem with. And I know a lot of people do. Yeah. I know that's up for for debate on whether or not Snyder's original idea worked or not. Some people would laugh at the argument. Some people would probably have 
good. I, I, I mean, like I said, it carries over to the idea that I was saying earlier. You know, I like I liked the deconstruction. I think they that that was said in an article at one point. They said they realized after Batman versus Superman that they didn't like their that that, that they thought the general audience didn't like their superheroes deconstructed a little bit. Um, I personally liked it. Um, in the age of adaptations, I mean, do you really want to keep seeing stories you already know being adapted and, and it gets to, you know, to where you can't enjoy anything? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you want to see what you've read and what you have in your brain put on screen. And, but it's like reading a book to a certain extent where like the panels are drawn, but whenever you're reading it and you see it, it, the, it plays out differently in everybody's own head. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. So it's like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's you could read one story and I could read the same story and then we could think completely different things about it. I think that's where people's like, Oh my God, if they adapt this, it's going to be amazing, but it might not be what you thought it was going to be because it's somebody else's take on the situation. You know, absolutely. Well, my thing about the, uh, the DC universe is like Snyder's been involved since day one, you know, Establishing the universe and everything. And instead of him setting it up and then passing it off and letting everybody else go crazy, he stuck with it through his his Snyder trilogy is what I'm going to call it, you know? Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, it deserves that. Yeah, so my thing is, is after Justice League comes out, Depend. I mean, it's going to make all the money. It's going to make a shitload of money because everybody's interested in seeing it, whether it's just to shit on it or just to enjoy it for what it is. But my thing is, is I wonder if um, since they are kind of deconstructing and not making overall story arcs within the movies, if he's just going to be like, okay, I made my mark. I did my three movies that I wanted to make. Here are the characters. Everybody go have fun. Kind of a la Wonder Woman but hopefully yeah. good, you know, um, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like take, take it and run I mean, with it. And, and I mean, who's to say that suicide squad two might improve. Mm-mm. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I want to have hope for they it. I mean, at the end one? of the day, of course, yeah. Oh my God. It, oh, I think man. it ended I up grossing more. The first one, dude, dude, Suicide Squad for me was like watching one long hot topic commercial. Oh my man! <laughs> well, and it like, wasn't even real, though. it wasn't even all the blatant like ad placement for them to sell fucking Harley Quinn t shirts and shit. It's like it was two movies, two completely different movies cut together that just had tonal shifts that were just so extreme that it just took you out of the movie, you know? Well, I feel like, uh, and I, and I, and, and now that it's been out and all that stuff, I mean, you know, and the things that have come out about it, like for instance, knowing cut, um, do you think Warner brothers might've saw where people suddenly had this spike in Harley Quinn 
and decided to make it a Harley movie instead of it originally being a full-blown Joker well, film. Joker and Friends. She's hot. Well, what I think... So, I mean, that, I feel like that could have been the case, you know? I mean, it could have been... Leto's performance as the Joker could have been probably way more fleshed out had they kept more of his material. Well, he was pissed. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is it's... Because I saw some, I mean, I saw what, what little screen time he had in the movie. There was something there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why did they like there could, Yeah, like I wonder. Well, here's what I think. Um, okay, you have the original director's vision, which was a completely serious, dark movie. And then they released that trailer with Bohemian Rhapsody over it. They hired that, the Warner Brothers hired that studio to recut the movie and to give it more of a lighthearted tone. And then they took both versions of the movie and cut it together and make one. So that's out of the director's hands, it sounds like to me. It's out of Jared Leto's hands, definitely. So my thing is, is I want to see the original vision that he had going in as a serious, straight-up, you know, superhero movie, a dark superhero movie. Like, we, need a, we need a Richard Donner cut of Suicide Squad. We need Squad. to start an online petition. Yeah. To see the well, original I, cut. That's yes. it. Go to www.onlinejokerpetition.com. <laughs> sign it. I'm telling you, dude, if we got like a million signatures, they release the damn thing. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why they didn't release. Because I want to see that movie. Because you know? they don't fucking know nothing. You know? Like, uh, they think know they, they know. They're not even. These these people running these companies, man, they're not fucking comic book fans. Like, well, they don't even watch the, the movies. They don't know anything about it. They just, they're like, look, everybody look. Oh, here's what happened. I guess they released a teaser or something. Eh, it was okay. They put the trailer out with Queen over it, and it blew up. Yeah, because of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but here's the thing. The trailer that we saw was the original cut. Yeah. Right? With a Queen song over it, yes. whoop de doo This Queen yeah. song changed the fucking face of this movie. Yeah. I mean, and that's where, you on Marvel's side, they've got one guy that is spearheading everything. And then Warner Brothers is just pissing in the fucking wind, hoping that something fucking worked. You know, that's like, regardless of if you like Zack Snyder or not, at least his vision is consistent. Well, yeah, and 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 it, I like that you pointed that out, Griff, because one of the issues I had with Suicide Squad was that I wanted it to be just as just as dense, I guess, a film character wise as the other ones have been. Um, because I, I fe- I've always felt like Suicide Squad should have with them eliminating the threat, but ultimately maybe making another appearance of Batman or Batman and Flash or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how they did at the beginning when it showed them getting them incarcerated in the first place. Yeah. Like I wish the, you know, the, 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 for the sake of Suicide Squad fans, have the story conclude, but it's still going on in the universe, and Batman and Flash or, you know, whatever cameos you want to bring in, they have to roll up and deal with them and, you know, kind of ring it in that, you know, these are still the villains. They're in in a much larger universe. Like, these people will be seen again, but, you know, don't think for a second they're the good guys. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of fucking themselves, really, if you think about it, because, you know, they're having the Justice League ramp up to basically being dark side if it continues on past this original Justice League movie. When in reality, that should be way on down the line. You know, they should have they should have Steppen they should have Steppenwolf come in first. And then if they decide to do Dark Side, that's fine. But they're having two team up movies where you've got all good guys on one side and you've got all bad guys on the other side that's leading up to an incredible like not even a civil war style movie. Just well, a here's fucking what, superhero movie, you know? Well here's here's what I'm wondering. I wonder if Whedon's done something drastic, like maybe and still keeping with Snyder's vision and with the decision that was made to scale down the continuity of like, you know, having everything building up like Avengers style. I wonder if we're just going to, we're going to get Steppenwolf and dark side in the movie. Like dark side is just that twist at the end that you don't see coming. Uh, I'm sure that he'll show up. Hey, He's not gonna. I mean, and I up. and and I don't mean and I don't mean like a post credit scene, which is probably what we're gonna get, or some scene before the movie ends, cut to black. But like, I would like to see it where because the, I mean, the, all we've seen in the trailer is that the world's destroyed, Steppenwolf's there, and shit has like shit's obviously going to hit the fan very early on in this movie. Yeah. So who's to say if it's being a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour film, which I feel like that, that – I hope that's – I want the Justice League film to be long as fuck. Yeah. Because well, I feel like to tell that story, it's going to take a lot of screen time. Well, we've got almost a month ex- exactly before Justice League comes out. Um, I think what they're going to start doing is they're going to start doing the press screen, and they're going to – Based on the reaction of these press screenings, they're going to either include or uh, get rid of that dark side element completely. I think that Warner Brothers is ready to either double down or to just get rid of it completely. And it's going to be, unfortunately, it's probably going to be based off of critic reaction. If critics go in there, watch the movie, and they're like, yeah, it wasn't really that great, they're going to be like, okay, don't include the dark side shit. Just Look, fucking release the movie and let's just be fucking done with what we've got here. Critics. Yeah, but well, I mean, not, like, I mean, there's but, nothing but, we but, can do about that, though. But, but they could still, they could still sign it off with Dark Side, as in, like, they defeat Steppenwolf and they have a face to face with Dark Side, and they're basically, you know, in this weird way, being like, you know, if you're fucking gonna take the planet, you're gonna have to come take it from us, that type of shit. Right. And it leaves it, it leaves it open ended for an inevitable showdown with him in a later film you know it wraps that up in a bow like they they fucking told him come get some and you can leave it up to audiences as to whether he does or not yeah i well i don't i mean me personally i don't think they're going to take it that far i think it i think really it's going to be based off of critic reaction and then uh if it if the reaction is good enough then they'll include that dark side stuff in there and go forward with making a justice league sequel because the way Warner Brothers makes it sound is like, if this movie doesn't do good and people are still bitching about Zack Snyder, even though they're making fucking money hand over fist, they're just going to say mean, fuck it and burn it to the ground. And you know, I've had the I've had this theory that the Flash altered the timeline to where we won't have Dark Side. I've had that thought, and you know, 
this could be the, that could be the case with this with this movie. Like none of none of the stuff that Batman was having his nightmares about in Batman versus Superman is going to happen now because they've they've kind of caught wind of what's coming. So the the league is going to be waiting on him as opposed to in the nightmare visions that never happens. And instead Superman's dominating the world, dark side and the parademons are there for whatever reason. And that that's different. Now, Barry Allen's changed the timeline by just merely going back to the past. Right. So, I mean, we could, that, that, I mean, that could, that could be just entire misdirection and just a big wink nod to the larger universe in the DC world. Yeah. And this movie could just be just like, you know, it could just be Steppenwolf shows up and we send him packing. So that, that never happens. Right. But you know, what really sucks though. What's that? Is that this is all building towards justice league. But like I said, it feels like they're ready to pull the trigger on it at any moment and put it down. That sucks because like, you have great characters, you have great actors playing those characters, and you want to see more stories that involve these characters. But, like, to me, ever since Wonder Woman came out especially, and all the shit, like, the fucking praise that that fucking piece of shit got, like, it feels like Warner Brothers is like, fuck it. If this is what people want, then we're going to say fuck Zack Snyder and fuck his universe. That's not go what with people it. want, though. Exactly. That's not what that people movie want. got praise for other reasons. Well, yeah, of course. They have, funny. They act like they don't know that. Hey, if as long as Joss Whedon stays on until the end, like if he walked away from that movie right now, then you should be worried. Yeah, because he's not going to let him put out some fucking turd, man, with his name on it. Well, yeah, he's and he's. Do it. He's doing well, the Batgirl movie. He's doing God's if, work right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, if you th- and if you think about it, th- this this type of stuff is his shtick. Like he can do this really well. Yeah. He can create really good stories out of ridiculous characters. Um, and I mean, if J.J. Abrams can not only redo Star Wars and Star Trek, my, it's, it's who's to say? Right now, I was thinking Joss Whedon. It's the superhero movies, like what J.J. Abrams is to sci-fi movies. Like, yeah, like they're the same. They're on that level. Um, He's going to yeah, save it, like man. I, and I, I, I don't have any doubts. I mean, dude, the guy had a lot going on. And you know, and I hope, and I, I still think that it's going to keep with Snyder's, because I mean, just all of the action sequences that are in the trailers of like Batman grappling his ass around the fucking ruins, uh, just all the wasteland fighting that it's showing. I mean, the movie's going to be fun to watch, regardless of how good it is as a movie. Yeah, and it's going to make so much fucking money. It's yeah. just going to come down to people bitching. We're going to praise one movie, a shitty movie, because it's got a female lead, and we're going to shit on a good movie because people think it's too dark. Go figure, you know? Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's you, that. You, I mean, you, you nailed it. It's It's... It's going to be like it is with most films. People are going to go in with their mind almost already made up. Yep. Unfortunately, that is true, sir. Um, um I don't I mean, know, man. I mean, I mean, I'm, I was, I'll put it this way. When The Force Awakens came out, I was biased because I went in already, already like 
it was like spilling my pasta over this movie. Like just, <laughs> I was so, I was so amped up for it and I watched it and I, I, I was like, Oh, this is amazing. And then you watch it again and you're like, yeah, this is just a new hope with new characters. Um, but you know, maybe, you know, maybe we will pull it off, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, one more thing I wanted to hit real quick was apparently they fucking got a release date finally and a writer and a director for this motherfucking Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum. Now, I mean, yeah, Gambit's a cool character on the, like, the animated show back in the day, but, like, I, even as much as I enjoy him as like a supporting character, I've never really been like, we need a fucking standalone. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're saying it's supposed to be kind of like a heist movie. So I'm guessing like, Oh, like Ant-Man, but shitty, you know, (laughs) you know, but apparently, I mean, why not? I mean, why, why did they have to fuck up casting Taylor Kish as Gambit in Wolverine origins? Yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, they could have, like, my problem with X-Men has always been that they should have never made Wolverine the face of X-Men. Yeah, I agree. They should have made him, he should, he needs to be the hired, he should be the muscle of the team. That's what the fuck he is. Yeah. Um, Cyclops is the leader for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, I mean, rank and file motherfuckers, and they should have made, they should have made, uh, you know, they should have had gamut. They should have. They should have went with what they're trying to do now by trying to include the X Men show as as canon, and they should have just had them because they had great supporting characters that they slowly trickled in with yeah. the original X Men. I agree, sir. Like Nightcrawler, Beast, uh, Jubilee, fucking Gambit. You know, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Professor X, dude. That's the fucking X Men. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, there, there's Channing Tatum wants to do it so bad his fucking dick gets twisted every time. I mean, like he wants this movie to happen so fucking bad. I don't get it, man. Like, and I, I understand. Like, I'm, I can care so much about a character, but at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, like, is this character really worth wasting two and a half hours of my time? much less however long it takes to direct it and star in it. You know what I mean? Well, as an, an, an addendum to that question, does anyone really want to watch old man Hawkeye? Have no. y'all seen, have y'all seen news on that? No, I don't know if it's a film or a comic book, but they're, they're coming out with old man. And it's going to show how he went blind and all that kind of shit from now. This is steeping more into just comic book territory in general. Yeah. Because, that like Hawk, because well, I mean, because Hawkeye was completely eliminated from Logan and Logan was essentially old man. Logan. Yeah. Um, or loosely based on it, I guess. Right. So we, I don't have much faith in these, uh, Gore Verbinski is the director, and he's done some good stuff. He did The Mexican, it was okay. 
The Ring, it was pretty good. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of Black Pearl, I enjoyed. Rango, and then he did The Lone Ranger, and a Cure for Wellness. Had yet. Cure for Wellness was good. Um, but uh, they've got the guy that wrote um, the RoboCop remake and Patriot's Day, which is a fucking movie with, I haven't seen it, that's got Mark Wahlberg and J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I think so. And he's he's writing it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I still don't think this is ever going to materialize into anything. And I kind of hope it doesn't. I mean, I don't really want it. So, and I'm sure I'll go watch it. I mean, if they do it right, then, yeah, of course I'll go watch it. But, yeah, it is what it is. I just don't feel like every X-Men needs their own uh, standalone film. What they need to do is just fucking have every X-Men movie be a different group of mutants with a different fucking bad guy they're going after and quit trying to fucking make this grand social commentary. Nobody gives a fuck about you fucking comparing mutants to fucking minorities. I want to see superheroes blowing shit up. Am I right? You're right. So fuck it. Griffin out. Tell him Steve, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that's just that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, stop. You know, just make a movie. Yeah. Like we don't we don't need the fucking bullshit, the chuffa. Yeah. And that's what they're giving us, man. Chuffa on top of chuffa on top of chuffa. It's like, what can we make money with? Yeah, let's make that happen. So, I don't know, man. The only thing I got left is the Castle Rock trailer. Has anybody watched that? No. Uh, I have not. It's the, uh, you know, the Stephen King verse with J.J. on Hulu. He's doing it. J.J. Abrams? Yeah. This motherfucker's busy. So uh, if you haven't watched this, Travin, you can because you're the resident um, king at Kingspurt on the podcast. Um, I'll have to I'll, I'll I'll have to watch it once I'm around. Wow, uh, <coughs> there's just no way I can try to get that going. Well, we, I mean, I mean, we can wait then because like I'm not balls deep in the King verse, so Travin will be like. This means this, and this means this, and this reference is this in this book. You know what I mean? I want Trav to take me on a on a, on a <laughs> adventure here. You know what I mean? So I mean that pretty much covers it. You know, Harvey Weinstein's still a piece of shit. <laughs> they still don't know how the fuck they got those guns up to the thirty second floor. Yeah, have you seen the footage from the helicopter with muzzle fire coming out of it? What? Mm-mm. Yeah. Somebody recorded a helicopter that was hovering, you know, that was on scene and there was muzzle fire coming from the helicopter. So, you know. Um it's probably fucking the dude that went and visited fucking robot leg with his fucking nipple rings up there like, Yeah, let's call some mass mayhem. Well, that's all I got, guys. Is there anything that you guys seen that thought was interesting? Nah, man. 
mean, no, we we tackled we tackled it, man. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really. I mean, Thor's fixing to come out. Um, Stranger Things season two is fixing to come out. Um, Justice League's fixing to come out. Star and, Wars. Yeah, I mean, it's the the menu's pretty full. Yeah. So next week, instead of watching the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I guess we're going to watch that new one, Leatherface, right? Is that what you guys yeah. want to do? Yeah, that's cool yeah. with me, man. If we yeah, get a hold of it. I mean. Might be hard to get. Let me do a quick. Hold on. Let me do a quick search real quick on the on my DVD collection. See if I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's on there. It's there. 1.31 gigawatt. Great Scott! <laughs> I mean, how are we going to end it? We'll change the say, Will other faces ask for your skin? No, I was going to say, uh, did Matthew McConaughey pay his dues? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Checks in the mail, dude. Is he okay? Boy's dead. No, he's not. He's just passed out. I said he's dead. But he was just talking, like talking in his sleep. Is that right? Well, <laughs> he's dead now. I don't even think about running off down that road. I think I'd do you damn bit good. I can tell you that right now. What are you going to do? First, I'm going to kill you. It ain't no fucking biggie. Of course, it's different for every individual.